Hi, foundlings. Welcome back to part three, episode two of Odd Doggies. And I would like to introduce myself in character, sort of. I'm Snow, and I play Snow in the other podcast. Uh, and today we are sitting around a table again. Uh, guys, welcome back to the table. Thank you all for taking your 30-minute bathroom break. It's uh, nice to see you back. Yeah, I had to increase the allotted time that we were allowed to rent this room for, but don't worry, I got it covered. Okay. Well, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves to each other again, I suppose. I think that's good. That way we know like what everyone does and what their abilities are, roughly. (laughs) Roughly. Roughly. Hi, I'm Quentin. I play Wilson, who's playing Copper. Uh, So Copper, uh, this is Wilson speaking. Copper is a level three druid beagle, wait, level three druid, level three barbarian beagle. There we go. I got it. He multi-classed. That way he can turn into other animals and then go in barbarian rage. Hi, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I'm playing Daniel playing Stas, who is a black German shepherd ranger with a crossbow. No, bow and arrow. I almost said crossbow. Uh, hi, I'm Justin. I am playing Clerk Kent, who is playing Spark, who is a Shiba Inu who is a rogue and a thief. Hi, I'm Quentin again, and I'm also playing (laughs) Selena. Um, Yeah, I'm Selena, and I play Shmalahan. Shmalahan is just a straight-level six cleric, and I have to apologize to all of the other players, because Snow may and or may not have pulled me aside during the bathroom break and looked at my spell list and said, Oh no, pejorative here. I have to now increase the DCs for all of my encounters because I did not expect this. Thank you, Selena. And before we get started, I did want to say thank you to the Soundtail team for letting us use their application, Soundtail, T-A-L-E, one word, in today's episode. The application provides awesome ambiances and music that are here to set the mood, so I hope you all feel terrified. Sound. Let me bring us in. good things must come to an end. While the party patrolled Dream Island and made acquaintance with the new locals of the area, foul news interrupted their happy day. Bones returned from an excursion on the mainland, announcing that the witches seemed to be making their moves towards awakening the third sister. While Uther is not ready to take his place, the weakened Sandman offers a solution. Retrieve the Rod of Torrents and the Scepter of the Mountain King and reunite the artifacts of the three brothers to seal away the witches for a time. And so, alongside Uther, the potty steps through the portal. As your paws pass through the portal, the scent of its magic fills your nostrils, and just as suddenly is replaced by the petrichor of a flourishing forest. The birds chirping in the trees, and the sound of water lapping on the shore becomes more noticeable as the environment before you fills out. Your first step, however, finds you all splashing into cool water. All of you are going to need to make an athletics check. Because I know the rules of D&D now. (laughs) (laughs) 
personal, I have a 20 total. Uh, and Schmalahan has a 22. And Stas rolled a 14. I rolled a 10. As you splash into the water, you are somewhat overwhelmed by the sense of just being enveloped by this cold water. Most of you are able to make it back up to the top without any difficulty. Although, Spark, you struggle to get your head above the water while everyone else starts to swim a little bit towards shore. Make a perception check for everyone else who is not Spark. Oh, uh, well, Snow, uh, I only have a nine. Don't worry, I rolled worse. I crit uh, failed. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. I got a 24. Okay, so. I would jump back in and go to save him. Hold on. Hold on, I have to tell you if you see what oh. you see, okay? Oh, what do Don't I see? worry. Don't worry. Okay, yeah. Stop. Give me one second. Uh-huh. So, Copper and Stas, you both are more focused on swimming. You don't really notice the sound of your friend, your companion. <laughs> Paul is like the only pun word I can think of, by the way. I don't know why. That's it though. Your friend though seems to be struggling, but you don't hear it over the sound of yourself splashing around and swimming towards the shore. However, Schmalahand, you do hear Spark struggling. What is Spark saying Help. as he struggles or Help. trying? What is he trying to do? Somebody, I'm, I'm, I'm drowning. <laughs> Somebody help. So yes, you you catch the words help. I'm drowning. And uh, oh, this is some pretty pleasant mountain air around here right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just and then just hit Spark drowning in the background. <laughs> Copper and stuff just walking around the woods. Uh, Spark, oh my God. I'm coming. Uh, um, yeah. So a Schmalahan would jump into the lake after him to save him. Okay. Why don't you make another athletics check? All right. You actually haven't made it to the shore yet. You actually turn around midway through the water. Um, Snow, could I cast uh, guidance? Could I cast guidance on him? It is a range touch spell that clerics get that would allow him to add a D4 to one ability check of his choice. So that would. I believe count for the athletics check. Okay. Uh, do you have to make any concentration to have the spell cast? Yeah. Okay. Roll a d20 and at disadvantage. I don't. I don't like the fact that it's at disadvantage. No, that doesn't really seem very nice. Okay. But what, what do I do now? What are your What are your numbers? Four. 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 That's your lowest. Yeah, it was four and a six. Okay. All right. You find it difficult to be able to focus enough to cast your spell, but you continue to swim towards your okay, friend. That's fine. What was your athletics check? Your second uh, one? Uh, my, my what? My second one? Yeah, because you. I asked you to make a second oh, one. Oh, I have was to your... swim back to him. Yes. Oh, okay. That's a twenty-five. Okay. So turning around midway through the water, taking a moment trying to see if you could cast your spell, it fails. You turn around and begin to swim back towards him, and you manage as a good girl. To right. lift your friend up uh-huh. from underneath by diving under your great water dog. And you lift him up, and now he is on your back as you swim towards the shoreline. All right. So, ah, thank Uther you. is standing on the shore, watching very carefully as you make it back onto the shore. While Copper and Stas, you make it to shore first, followed by Uther. What do you guys do as soon as you get to shore? I'm Stas is going to look around and kind of get a lay of the surrounding area and see if there's anything of note. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, Copper would go around perception checking for scents of uh, what animals might be nearby. Okay, so 
Stas, you can make a regular perception check, and for Copper, you can make a perception check at advantage for scent-based tracking. So that is a uh, 20 total for Copper, determining the whereabouts of creatures in the area. Okay. 12. For Copper, as you're sniffing around, you catch the scent of a squirrel Mm. or two that are climbing through trees and hopping through them, through the brush. Uh, You also do smell several species of birds in the area, and there does seem to be a, what you smell to be is a bear, maybe a few miles out, but not too close to you guys. Uh, Copper would turn into a squirrel and run up to the squirrels and try and greet them. Okay, so you turn into a squirrel? Yeah. All right, let me finish then describing um, with Stas, and then it would be Shmalahan and Spark who finally make it back to shore after I do this description. So, for Stas, as you step onto the soft grass, you notice an expansive lake stretching out across what seems like the entirety of the base of the mountain that you guys have actually landed just in front of, surprisingly landing inside of the lake. Um, And on the other side of the lake, you see the forest. You also notice as your eyes scan across the surface of the lake, a very picturesque scene where you see several rocks jutting out from underneath its surface, making what could be a fantastic picnicking spot, a picnicking basket with just the right amount of shade and comfort. Eh, uh all you think with all that butt piggling that you do, that you would have really much better developed leg muscles for treading water. I didn't have to steal anything in the water. But it's that have to, you just have to not die. You have to steal your life away from the water that's trying to take you hostage. Uther walks over. I hate the water. <laughs> Uther does walk over to you and he kneels down and he starts to pet you on your back. Are you all right? Yes, I am now. Oh, I see. I don't get any good girl pets. Saving someone. Hey, I almost died. But thank you for saving me. I saved your life. (laughs) He laughs and then he gives you head scratchies. That's right. For Shmalahan specifically, you get some head scratchies. But for Spark, he does seem to be checking you out and making sure everything is okay. I took on a lot of water, okay? Well, you don't seem too waterlogged. All right. Do you need a moment or are you going to be okay? I'll be okay. He stands back up, and he also begins to survey the area. Now, where on earth could a castle be in this area? Uh, in the mountain. Is there something big and gray around? You say in a squirrel form? Yeah, you think my voice changes? Gosh. Yeah, um, <laughs> so you say in squirrel form, Uther just looks it down at you, hold on. In a mountain. He steps back, somewhat surprised, because you don't really transform in front of him very often. And he kneels down, he's like, hello, and who are you? I'm Copper. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. Copper can... Copper's a druid. He oh. can transform into different animals. Oh, right yeah. now, he feels like being a squirrel. Well, there's some squirrels up there. I was going to ask them for directions, see if they knew where a mountain was. I'm going to run up the tree now. Okay. Squirrel! So the dog squirrel runs up the tree as a squirrel. Hey, hey, squirrels. Hey, cheep, 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 cheep. Cheep, 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 uh, do you know where a mountain castle is by, by chance around here? Who are you? Oh, I'm, I'm Copper. It's nice to meet you. I'm Copper? That's a silly name for a squirrel. Oh, yeah? What's your <laughs> name? Nuts? How did you know? Because it's a name for a squirrel. Just like Copper. It's gosh. The other squirrel looks at... They look at each other, and they just flick their tails back and forth, and they go... And they seem to be chewing on some nuts and nomming on them. Would you like a nut? I would love a nut. 
<laughs> Here you go. And they throw you one. I would eat it. Uh, Copper would eat it very happily, but then proceed proceed to ask if they know where a mountain is in the nearby area. Well, uh, the, the a castle in the mountain, preferably. I was going to say, there's a mountain right there. Is there a castle in that mountain? I don't know. Have you ever seen a castle in this area? Uh, can't say that I have. What about you? Oh, there's a squirrel? Yeah. Was that a yeah? No. Was it, it was a yeah? It was a no. Oh, okay. But I said yeah, because you asked me and you addressed me. Oh, oh, so you haven't seen it, but you said yes. <laughs> Got it. Okay, good. Good job. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the nut. Um, I don't mean to bust your balls with this question. I mean, sorry, but I don't mean to crack your nuts with this question. <laughs> I was trying to make a nut joke, and it just came out straight up. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I think I'm just going to leave. All right. See you later, friend. Yeah, bye. If you have any more nuts, come and visit us. Sounds good. we Will do. Yeah. We'll see you later. Sure, bye. All right. So, Copper comes crawling down the tree. Do you stay in squirrel form? Yeah. Okay. Wait, let me let me see. I don't know if this is a time-based thing or not, Snow. Um, I don't know if I have like a certain amount of time I stay in it. Okay. Well, so, why so don't a- you do that thing? The thing? Read and see what it says. Oh, and okay. uh, from there. Um, for everyone else who's not trying to figure out how their own bodies function when they're transformed, Stas already made your his, your perception. Unless you want to take a close look at the area, everyone else can make their perceptions. Yeah, I'll um you can sniff around if yeah, you want. Yeah, I'm going to sniff different. around. Okay, so you would roll an advantage for sniffing. Okay, so apparently I can stay in this form for three hours. Okay. I, uh, nat crit. Beautiful. What's your total? Uh, six or 26. Spock, what is your perception? I rolled a 21, and uh, Schmalahan also got a 26. If you rolled an advantage, you re- I guess you were doing your uh, scent-based perceptions around the area. So if you were trying to smell around the area as you go around, you had some pretty good perceptions on that. You sniff around trying to find some sort of scent of potential castle-like odor, whatever that could mean. Rocks. It could be humanoid. It could be a box. Hum- for- I said rocks. Gosh, <laughs> no. Do you need your hearing checked? I heard a box. I heard box, too. Box <laughs> like humans dampness just just to specify i did not roll an advantage i was just figuring that i was looking around the area okay so um for those of you who are sniffing around the area trying to catch a whiff of something as you sniff around the area you both find yourselves drawn towards this large almost mound of dirt that kind of goes up part of the side of the mountain and there it smells somewhat fresher although very old still it just something about it doesn't smell quite right Something about it seems a little bit off. And as you are standing there, and actually, uh, Schmalahan, I gotta keep thinking of the names. There's so many S's. Guys! Schmalahan. We had this problem last time, I think. I know. Okay. S cubed. I I should call my next character silver instead of copper. Oh my gosh. you You are going to incur Snow's wrath. But, so essentially, for all three of the S's, as you're observing the area, sniffing around and looking, searching for what could possibly be a castle, you surprisingly don't see anything that is overtly obvious. In fact, you notice that this place seems to be quite buildingless, as though untouched by any sort of man-made objects, at least for many years. Do and we, hmm? do we think a mountain castle might be underground? You could think that indeed. Yeah, Copper's thinking that to himself right now. And then for Schmelahand, as you're just taking a more general perception around the area, 
you hear the sound of fabric flapping in the wind. And as you walk over to where Spark and Staz are, why don't you make an investigation check? Uh, that is a total... Wait, do I add, if I don't have... Do I just add my intelligence even if I'm not proficient in it? Yes. Okay, so it's a 20 total. Gazing up the side of this mountain, up the side of this mound of, of earth that is a little bit grassier, almost the entire area is more of a grassy area. It's not like a cold mountain where it's like snow up top. It's more just dirt and stone. But as your eyes wander up the side of it, you notice the remains of a flag of some sort, potentially maybe from a castle that's attached to a spire, but it appears to be partially buried under a grassy ooh, hill. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I, I remember this from uh, Shmavatar, the last Shmarebender. Uh, it's like that <laughs> hidden desert library uh, where everything's underground. Um, there's a point. Uh, and and, and um, the Shmalahan will point her golden retriever nose and lift one leg and point in the direction of where she sees the spire to try and draw everyone's attention to it and say, I think we need to go over there. Isn't that copper shtick? Yeah, isn't that my shtick? Gosh, stealing my... To be fair, you were busy thinking about how how being a squirrel is bedoo. Uh, I know true. what I said. And I'm, I mean I'm very I distracted. With, he would be very distracted with that. Also, I'm kind of distracted by the fact that I failed that nut pun so miserably. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Also, I'm just I'm entertained by the fact that Daniel's face after I said being a squirrel is bedoo really messed up his brain. <laughs> Almost as bad as the nut pun. <laughs> as you begin to point and Copper realizing that somebody is pointing instead of him. <gasps> How, dare How dare you? You all make a perception once again. I like perceptions today. This is my favorite thing. Uh, do I make another another perception? Yes. Okay. I got a 18 and I got a 24. I can read today. Uh, and <laughs> I got... Oh, a... I can do that most days. <laughs> and I got a 14. I rolled a 6. Okay, Justin. I rolled an eight. Okay. I just have six in perception. So, since Spark rolled kind of poorly, what would Spark be doing that would keep him distracted from noticing something? I heard birds. You I do hear birds. I don't like birds. Okay, so are you barking at the birds? I'm growling. Growling. Growling, maybe um, sniffing around the area, trying to find more birds. Yes. Sniffing, you know, when birds are in the air. As dogs do. <laughs> I just realized. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So. Guys, 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 guys. Over there. Your attention does turn as you're just trying to make sure that all your friends are looking at the same thing. All of you, except for Spark, who is busy sniffing the ground for birds, (laughs) because that's what's been said he's doing. You notice that Uther is looking towards the forest for a moment before he sighs and turns to face the mountain with you. Uh, Hey, bud. The mountain king, king of the mountain, uh, yeah. his, his mountain castle was kind of in the mountain. He seems a little bit solemn, but he nods. Oh no, is everything okay, Uther? Are you feeling well? I have healing spells. It's, this place is sort of a distant memory for me. Are you sickened, nauseated, paralyzed? No, 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 I'm fine. Okay. Uh, so, well, at least we have all of you, if it's under the mountain... Dig a tunnel, dig, dig a tunnel. I did not bring a shovel. But we have paws. Yeah, well... Look at my tiny squirrel paws. 
shakes them in the air. <laughs> this is super efficient. Uh, Squirrels, known for their burrowing. Yes, but <laughs> you have to remember we're all not squirrel-sized. I didn't think that through. How did... Actually, I'm not going to question that. <laughs> that was genius. Don't worry. I, You're good. You're good. I'm also now realizing that I'm playing Wilson playing Copper way dumber than Copper actually is, because Copper actually has average intelligence according to his stats. Maybe he's actually secretly the villain. Maybe he's actually just secretly dumb. <laughs> he is a beagle. <laughs> hey, beagles are so sweet. Don't roast beagles. They're sweet, but they are not smart dogs. So what do you guys do since it seems that you're coming to the conclusion that perhaps this castle is underground? Oh, I would start walking to that spire because I figure if there's a spire there that there's probably an entrance somewhere in that direction. Okay, so you start walking up part of the um, yeah. hill. Okay, what does everyone else do? Follow her. Stas is go- also going to go towards the spire to see if, you know, there's an entrance or something like that around there. All right, you lollygaggers, unless you have something better to do, get pep in your step and come this way. I'll make a perception check to see if I see what they see since I've been looking for birds. Okay. That means sure. you two spark. Where am I going? Up the, this, over here. Your attention Goodness. is grabbed. You're being called directly. Okay, I I, I rolled a twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. You definitely see where you're going right now. Is that is that what's that tall thing? Are we going there? Is that where we're Just going? That, that is where we are going. God. Okay. Are there birds there? Because I I don't like birds. No, hopefully we're going underground. Hopefully there aren't birds underground. What if they're underground birds? Are Ooh, bats underground birds? No, bats are mammals. Uther says, before you guys go up, he says, I'm going to take a look around here a little bit more, just in case. Let me know if the entrance what, is what, up there. Wait, what, what if something happens to you? I'll, I'll be all right. Are you sure? I mean, only as sure as I can be. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, if anything goes wrong, I would say bark, but you're not a dog. Um, uh, call, call for me, um, and as long as I get to you within a minute of you dying... I can bring you back to life. The GM looks at Selena for a moment. Yeah? Selena? Yeah? Do you happen to have diamonds on you? No. Why does that matter? Um, so, just to explain, some spells have components that you need to have to make them work. Okay. Why don't you take a look at your spell, and we'll get back to you. Oh, that's a lot of money. Okay. However... I still tell him that anyways. It'll make him feel confident. However, the GM looks at Clerk Kent. Somebody might have something that can help out in certain circumstances. Wait, what do I I have something? I don't know. Do I have something? I've got a sock. (laughs) I don't think that would help in reviving someone. She said certain circumstances. I have a deck of cards. Yes, but you do have a deck of cards that you seem to recall did help you out in some circumstances, being that it could be a deck of circumstance. I will draw a deck of a, a card. Oh, curses. <laughs> she wasn't ready for you to use it now. Oh, I was just, re- it was a reminder. Just okay, mention. hold on. Uh, okay, let me just. Draws a card. Draws a card. I draw one card. Okay, what is the card? Ooh. It is a six of hearts. There you go, click it. Okay. It's a six of hearts. Dagnabbit, I gotta go find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, the rule with the deck is that if you draw a card, that card, as you pull it out, it disappears in a puff of smoke, and the effect is applied immediately. 
The moment that you pull the card from the deck, your friends around you, your, your friends, party. Pa- your party around you, your party around you, everyone else around Spark, you feel bolstered with toughness and resolve. The spell aid is being applied to you. Duration is eight hours. Each target's maximum hit point and current hit points increase by five for the duration of eight hours. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, uh, quick question. Does that affect me while I'm in my squirrel form? So does if I change back into a dog, will that go away? Your form. Does that mean my current form? Your Okay, so remember, when you change forms in as a druid and you become a different animal you take on the stats of the creature that you transform into but that's what i'm asking if you transform back i I would say you would lose it oh goodness okay that's fine Uh, that's a fair ruling but you guys do feel um you feel bolstered you feel strengthened you feel invigorated let's go magic powers yes onward to the spire so you guys walk up this mound of dirt while Uther sort of takes a look around the lower area and you walk up it, no difficulty. As you get to the top though, you see that the spire is there. It appears to be worn down and part of it crumbling away. The cloth itself smells moldy and old. Well, the mountain king, king of the mountain kind of did die. Well, I assume, or disappear a while ago, so I assume his castle's pretty old. This must be the place. Yeah, that does make sense, given the uh, description the Sandman gave us. So, do we just want to dig down and see if we find an entrance? Uh, but, uh, I'm going to look around the spire first to see if there already is an entrance. And if not, I guess we can dig down. All right. So, if you guys start digging down, is that what's going to happen? If there's not an entrance, yeah. There is no obvious entrance uh, there. Okay, then yeah. I would so, have to start digging down around the spire. As you start to dig, each of you suddenly catches a familiar scent, malicious and dark. Oh no, I don't know dark, malicious scents. It's the scent of a dream eater. I don't think I've ever oh, seen no. it. I hate those really things. Like. I hate those guys. It's coming from behind you. Not behind downhill. me. Right downhill. But that's where Uther was. That is where Uther was. I turn around. Uther! You turn around. Why don't you make a perception check for me? Uh, 14. Uh, uh 14. <laughs> Did I just kill Daniel? <laughs> 13. 8. Spark, you actually do notice everyone else as they turn around. You turn around as well. And you see down at the base, nearby some of the rocks, you notice the flash of the tendril of a dream eater, Uther, walking nearby. But as soon as you see it, it disappears just as suddenly. There's a dream eater down there. Oh, where? Down by Uther. Oh, no. Is Uther okay? I I perception check for Uther. Does he look hurt? You is... see Uther. You see that he is walking nearby. You guys did not notice the dream eater, but you see pretty much everything but that dream eater. Is Uther fine? Uther is just looking around the area. Uther, he doesn't seem Uther, to be. Uther. I start barking and running towards him. Uther. 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 Okay. Uther. Uther looks up. From where he is, as you start running down the hill, where do you, where, what about you guys? What do you do? I am also running towards Uther. Uh, is there anything nearby tall I can climb? There are several trees in the area, but they are not near the rock formation that he is near. There are several rocks on the land, however, that he's kind of walking around. So they're tall rocks? Yeah. I would try and climb up one of the tall rocks to try and get like a bird's eye view kind of above everything to see if I could spot the dream eater. You already are at a pretty high point. Uh, 
on the hill, but as you go down, you do realize that you are losing view of being over top of those rocks. You actually have to get very close to Uther in order to see down, like That's fine. above. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I just want to see if I can spot the Dream Eater before anyone else, just to kind of kind of give them. Because if the rocks are obscuring their vision, I want to be in line of sight. Okay. So I can point. All of you charging down the hill, Uther looking and <laughs> very confused about why you're charging towards him. You follow the familiar scent of evil. Evil! It leads you closer to the rocks you noticed earlier. And the closer you get, the stronger the smell. Uther! Uther, you're in danger! Dream Eaters! What? Dream Eaters! What do you mean, Dream Eaters? We smell them! He... I, sh- I smell them! He takes a defensive stance. At the base of these rocks, you approach. And what are you doing as you approach? How are you acting? Uh. Uh, defensively concerned, protectively about all of my party and compatriots. Oh, uh, I, I am running, trying to get a good view to see if I can spot it before anyone else. Well, this is bogus. There's totally a tree right there, Snow. <laughs> Not near the rocks, which is over here. Oh, okay. Well, oh, is it really far away between that tree and those rocks? Okay, so you see the squares on the board. I'm going to show you with this. So this tree that oh, is okay. 50 feet yeah, that, that's from the rock away. that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, I would stand on that big rock. What you smell is kind of like over here in this water area over oh, there. Oh, it's in the water? Okay, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's closer to the water. Sure. Yeah, it's down on the big rock. So you uh, actually need to make a climb check to climb on top of the rock. The rock is approximately 20 feet tall. Yeah, I got it. But a, it's kind of sharp. I got a 24. Okay, yes. You uh, are able to actually climb up onto this rock. You're still a squirrel. Oh, yeah. So actually, you, you roll climate advantage, but you already rolled pretty high. So mm-hmm. you succeed on climbing up the rock, and you are standing up at the top of it. Uh, I, I would perception to see if I see the dream eaters. Can I re-roll my perception to see if I see the dream eaters? <laughs> yeah, you can absolutely re-roll your perception. Twenty-five. Oh, uh, I got a twenty-three, and I got an eighteen. I want you guys to all roll your. Why don't you roll a wisdom check for me, meaning use your uh, wisdom modifier to see if you remember something. I rolled a 18. Uh, I got a 22 total. Okay. Uh, I got a 20 total. Uh, I got a 15. Barring the perception checks right now, all of you except Shmalahan, who's not as familiar with them, hasn't really encountered these creatures. The rest of you remember something about the Dream Eaters being able to appear and disappear almost at will like they can become invisible you're not sure if you'll be able to see them perhaps smelling them is a possibility but you do know that they tend to disappear on their own and it's very difficult to find them uh would copper be able to smell their magical heart essence okay so you cast detect magic standing on top of the rock don't exactly get the direction of any magic. There's nothing really nearby you specifically. Okay. Within 30 feet of you. Okay. As you stand on top of the rock. But as you guys, the rest of you, get closer towards the towards the rocks near the water, you begin to notice something strange about them. While somewhat worn away by the water, it appears there's some sort of carved archway which water seems to pass through. And nearby, you see somewhat submerged under the water, a moss-covered stone statue. Oh, guys, do you think that might be the entrance to the the Mountain King's castle? Uh, um, Snow, how far away was this from the spire in the Mound of Dirt? 
so actually following the trail down, it is almost a direct path up towards the north. If we're looking down from the map, up towards the mountain, if we're saying the mountain is north, it's almost a direct path from north to south. Mm, What if the mountain king had a hidden lake entrance? And that's why Sandy mentioned the lake. What exactly? Why are you all down here? What's wrong? There, we, dream eaters? What? Yeah, yeah, we smell dream eaters. Yeah, we did. It's kind of hard to tell where they are specifically, though. It's just kind of here. Yeah, they kind of stop existing whenever they want to. I mean, I know that. I've seen one before, but... Oh, um, so under the water, I think I see an entrance to something. We should explore it. Okay, so... Spark, are you going to be okay swimming? It doesn't look like it's that far, but I just want to make sure that water doesn't attack you again. I'll try. Does Spark attack the water when he gets near yes. it? Yes. Yes, like a good dog. Bites at the waves. Yes, you, you, you get closer to the water and you start to bite at it. Do you guys start approaching the water? Does Copper stay up on top of the rock? I would stay on top of the rock and watch observantly. That makes sense. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Understood. I would go up to the water first. Or try to. All right, so you go up to the water. Yeah. Do you step into it? Yeah. Uh, the Argus one, that's all. So you step into the water. As you do, make a perception check for me really quick. Uh, yeah, that's a seven snow. At advantage. <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay, yeah, that's a 19 snow. That's a bit better. Yeah, it's, it, okay. There's a scent. There's a scent. You catch the scent of the Dream Eater once again, much stronger. Right. And then all of you, as she steps into the water, you see the Dream Eater appear directly next to the statue which it reaches out a tendril and touches and as soon as it does the stone statue begins to stand up a red glow coming from its eyes all of you are going to roll for initiative oh uh, snow that doesn't sound good um, i don't like this you mean you mean we're rolling to fight the dream eater that's here right the dream eater then Disappears. Oh, uh-oh. okay. So we're not in combat. It's fine. You're in combat. Oh no. Uh, I rolled a twenty. Uh, I rolled a twenty-two total. Uh, I have a five. Mine was fifteen total. Copper, you are up first in the lineup. Your friends, your party down below and near the water, you notice that they seem to be panicked, and Order. you hear a harrowing howl of terror. I assume from Schmalahan. I think that's reasonable. Up rising from the water, you see a large stone figure that appears to have cracks running through its body. It's worn down over years of just sitting in the water. You can tell. But still, nonetheless, it's a pretty frightening scene. What do you do? Yeah, I guess I would just turn into a brown bear. Okay. so I I would jump off the rock first. Um, I would turn into a bear, and then I guess I would just run to the water's edge, uh, because that's all I could do. So you jump down off of the top of the rock, which is 20 feet tall. Yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel time. Squirrel time. How many times can you transform in a day? Twice. Okay, so this is your second transformation. Yeah. Squirrel. How how does that work? You're going from squirrel to... Jumping off not, not as mid-air. a squirrel? Yes, I'm jumping off as a squirrel. Once I land, I turn into a bear. You still have to roll what, what, athletics okay. to advantage? land at advantage. Because I'm a squirrel. Yes. Okay, I'll take the 17 because that's way better. Uh, that is a 23. Sure. As a squirrel, you leap off the side of off the top of the rock and you almost, not really floating, but you land 
gracefully. Surprisingly, because most squirrels land pretty uh, rough on the ground. And then you, yes, you transform into a massive I, brown I bear. I turn from a tittering squirrel into a giant growling brown bear, and I run up to the water's edge. So you are now a large creature as I well. I am now a large creature, yeah. Well, because he's kind of in the water. Like, I couldn't hit him, could I? If you go into the water, the water is actually somewhat deep. You can see, and I should actually describe this better, his shoulders are submerged at this point. Yeah, no, I'm not going that deep. I'm just standing at the shore. Yeah, what was sticking up out of the water was almost like a crown, in a way. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, he's got a, yeah. he's got like a broken crown, the crack in the top of it. Oh my gosh, is that the mountain king, the king of the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Shush. So, uh, you're going? Are you going to run up directly towards the water's edge, or yes, are you going to go to into the water's the water? edge? To the water's edge. That is 15 feet of movement. So you'll move diagonally down to the water's edge. All right. And is that all you're going to do for your turn? Uh, uh copper would say, "Stand behind me, guys. I am big, thick bear." He says, as big, thick bear. Roar. Roar. Grrr. Does it change your language when you transform? I mean, I can talk bear, I assume. Well, you're already an awakened dog, so yeah. I mean... So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm bear, but I'm assuming I can talk the language of the animal that I'm transforming, but I can still talk common, because we're all talking common here. Yeah, that works. Yeah, so all right. Good. So, Spark, it is now your turn. You are actually towards where you see the archway, up somewhat diagonal, right behind Schmalahand. You're near the water's edge. Where do you go? What do you do? Hmm, water bad. (laughs) (laughs) Water bad. And the monsters in the water. Never mind. Uh, I pull out my short bow. Okay, so you you pull out your short bow. All right, you, you get your weapon ready. And I shoot. That works. That's 15 feet. You are 15 feet away at a diagonal. You may take that shot. Go ahead and roll to hit. By the way, um, when I told you guys that you got your uh, plus one weapon or an armor, what did you take just to be s- specific? I took nothing. You took nothing? Yeah. All right. You would have been given uh, an anklet that gives you a plus one to your fang, your bite attack. Cool. Makes it basically air quote magical. I just, quote I just took whatever match what I had. So like all the okay, same uh, stuff, but. Okay. So your bow. Yeah, so, I, I took a long bow as well. I didn't take a weapon. I just took armor. I took full plate and a shield. Okay. That's why my AC is a twenty-two. Sure, 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 you monster. <laughs> so really I got. Monster, I rolled dear. a ten what you to mean? hit. Okay. Well, that totally hits, right? No. So you doing the coolest Shiba bow pull? You use your hindquarter to pull against the um, to push against the bow itself and using your teethy pull against the bow string somehow you manage to magically using your mage hand on your collar put the arrow on there you let fly the arrow the arrow does however fly past and lands in no. the water sinking to the bottom last you water well, stole my stole no, my shot the water's working against <laughs> us spark the water really doesn't like you we should try and get this thing on land and maybe we can flank it maybe it's just like the water makes like this uh secondary illusion where part of the body is where it isn't actually you're aiming for like that lower half and it just missed you know yeah totally totally yeah that won't that's totally that's totally exactly what it it's all the water's fault gosh exactly. no, you have to put this evil water in your campaign it's so difficult listen i hope your hearts are pounding so next up stas it is your turn you are slightly is your, are you checking for your heart to be pounding yes <laughs> I took first aid and CPR. I may as well use the knowledge for something. Perfect. So Stas checks himself for a moment. And then behind, he, he, he's slightly behind Copper's large bare body. Brr. But you have actually a really clear path towards this 
large stone figure in the water, the stone guardian. But again, he is somewhat submerged in the water. What do you do? How much of him is? His shoulders, up to his shoulders, maybe like a little bit below, like right where his deltoids would end. Stas is going to pull out his longbow and knock an arrow and try to shoot the statue. Okay, so using a very similar method as you both have trained together somewhat, you let fly your arrow. Roll to hit. Don't suck, please. Okay, so 21 total. Your arrow flies true and it strikes into a crack on this creature's body. Roll your damage. Yes, it, it is a D8. I was right. <laughs> Good job, Daniel. That's a D10. Who uses D10? Don't suck, please. Eight. Thank you, dice gods. Your arrow strikes into a crack on this guardian creature. And while it doesn't seem to be quite phased by it, it almost reaches its hand up and like grabs onto the arrow and just holds it there for a moment. Because next up, it is Uther's turn. Come on, Uther, you can do it. Upon seeing this creature and seeing Staz loose his arrow, Uther actually takes a step back and he begins to cast a spell on himself. And you hear this sound and the scent of magic does fill your nostrils. And he casts Mage Armor on himself. I was going to say Fireball. Uh, I was hoping it'd be like Lightning Strike because he's in water. But Spark is in the water, isn't he? Yeah, but but everyone knows that electric types are resistant to electric types attack, and he's a spark. That's this checks out. <laughs> he's going to kill you now. Oh wait, no, Daniel, you're you're right. If if this thing's a rock monster, it's probably a ground type and is immune to electric type attacks. <laughs> <laughs> so Uther just takes a moment. He seems to prep himself for what is to come in the battle. And he has a mage armor. He has a glowing, like, almost blue hue outlining his body. Schmalahan. Yeah. It is your turn. Okay, well, no one's injured yet, and I'm supposed to heal things, so instead of healing, I think I'm just going to kill it. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's go with that. Um, so I'm going to point, using my paw, at one creature I can see within range, which is 60 feet, and I, a sound of bells fill the air for a moment moment and the target must t- make a wisdom saving throw or take 2d12s of damage and this is necrotic a cantrip damage that i can use every turn necrotic damage yeah it's necrotic damage okay does it have any components uh nope visual and somatic so i think that means i just have got to like wave my paws in the air and say okay what is the dc for its save um i i think it's gonna be whatever my spellcasting dc is so if i had that correct i think that's just gonna be like a 16 clerics are broken <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I told you Snow looked at my spell sheet and said she had to increase the difficulty. Clerics are broken. <laughs> Clerics are insane and they should not exist, but, you know, we need healing. I will heal you by killing it, which prevents damage. I don't think that's how healing works, but okay. Exactly. So, Schmelahan. Yeah. Toll the bells. Toll the bells. Ring, ding, 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 ding. I did not know if we had a fox saying things, but... Uh, I could turn into a fox if you need to. You already used all your transformations for the day. If I just take a short rest, I'll get them back. You, that's an hour. Yeah, so I'll just take a quick dog nap. <laughs> Wilson, sit. Oh, okay, bear sits. 
All right. Well, the bear should not sit in the okay, middle of the Okay, the bear doesn't sit. You're okay. Right. While this is going on, the, the ding, 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 ding. Okay, hold on. We're going to make the... Let's calm that down, Schmalahan. All right. The bell sound does toll. You hear a very strange omnipresent bell. That's right. Booyah. That seems to ring around you, although it does not affect you. You do see the golem. I said a golem. It's a... It's modified. Oh, it's okay. a golem. Now we know she slipped up, Let's I look at the did. player's handbook or be serious if we invite it. I modified it too much uh, for you. Oh, You'll oh, never figure oh, it out. Okay. okay. The stone guardian seems to recoil back somewhat. Go ahead and roll the damage. Yes. All right. I was looking forward to doing this. D12s are really big. Okay. It takes 16 damage. Ring, ding, 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 ding. The heck is wrong with you? Calm down. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I He's got, on caffeine. I, I can tell. I some, some sugar water out in the lobby during the bathroom <laughs> break. Oh, goodness. Your brother's going to kill me. He's not here. <laughs> oh, yes. Lord. I'll figure something out. Schmalahan, are you going to continue to stand in that position or do you move? Uh, you have one movement unless your casting said it took more. No, just, it said it just took one action. Um, I would try and move maybe like one over a little bit to the right just so that I can like fully be in between. Uh, so like a five foot yeah. movement towards the right. Yeah. That way I can be properly in between, so, kind of. Yeah, that, that way. That way I can really be in between everyone in the stone golem, so I can't go to them without getting past me first. Ah, perfect. Yes, block the other spellcaster. I like it. I'm sure he can shoot over me. That's mm-hmm. not how that works. Yeah, it is. No. Are you telling me that this stupid game doesn't count in vertical height? So you're technically, me, technically, you're, you're giving the, the creature cover. Are, are you telling me that if <laughs> Copper was standing on top of that rock and I was in between him and the golem, that even though he is 20 feet up in the air, that I would be providing the golem cover? That's different. How there, is that there's, any different? There's I'm only a four foot tall dog. And he's even, a... If, that, and if you're four feet I'm tall... Not, I'm not that tall. I, I don't know how... Okay, it's like it's, two feet. Okay, calm down. This is a large creature I call Bogus. You still have a chance of getting in the way. But I'm just saying, I, that wasn't even an insult. That was a compliment. I said, yes, good job. Protect the spellcasters. Oh, oh, oh geez. Well, I thought you were insulting me saying that I was going to get in their way and that they weren't going to be able to shoot people or cast any spells in that general direction because I was standing in between them and the golem. Was it my turn before the golem? The golem hasn't moved yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's super slow. Yeah. Oh, okay. The golem hasn't moved yet. It's its turn saying. now. Yeah, I was just saying it's really slow because I only rolled a five in my initiative, but it's going after me. Yeah, it's slow. It also probably failed that, so I'm just saying. Okay, the creature turns its attention towards... Hold on, let me roll Honestly, you, you you haven't done anything to it, so... What, are you trying to target me just because I made a pun? No, it goes towards Schmalahan. That's right, nerd! Come and get me! You think you can hit me? I got bad armor! It, it literally just takes, like, one step forward. Its oh. shoulders rise out of the water. Its wow, chest yeah. rises out of the water a Is little bit like, more. It, like, moved my feet. Yeah. Oh, this thing's, like, really slow. Oh, no, it can move more, but you're right there. I am right there. Okay, fine. Do you want it to move more? I, I mean, can move. It, no, it's, it's fine. That's, if that's what it wants to do when it's turned, like, you, you do you, Snow. I'm not judging. It can't go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you on about? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. I no, it's fine. Don't I, worry. I mean, it could go into the bottom of the lake and drown itself if it would lie. I mean, it could. And uh, can, can it drown if it's a golem? I have absolutely no idea. I, I don't think rocks have It doesn't have lungs. to breathe. It's fine. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think rocks have lungs. Well, then it can go find the nearest volcano and go melt itself. Okay, so 
the stone golem, I'm going to call it that now because it keeps coming out of my mouth, the stone guardian takes its arms and it swings towards Shmalahan. Come on, nerd. Hit me. Do it. Do it. You think you can? You to be this 22 AC? I've got a big shield. Okay, so... If it can hit me, I'm really concerned about what it can do to all of you. It swings its arms, and while it does make impact, it doesn't seem to have much force behind it. Oh, so wait, it bypasses my AC? So it makes contact, but you do not take damage. Oh, so So the idea is this. Sometimes when we do the descriptions, it's called embellishment. Gotta make it interesting. So you're flavor texting this, so it clinked off your armor. It clinked off your armor. Oh, aha, nerd, this is the power of full plate. Lucky you. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah, throw it at me, Snow. I'm waiting for the next round. We're back at the top of the round. It is now Copper's turn. I'd have to move slightly into the water to get to it, wouldn't I? Yes. All right, I move slightly into the water. Okay, that becomes difficult terrain for you. I mean, sure. Does that put me in any negatives? I'm a bear. <laughs> Come on, bears fish in water all the time. This is bogus. Okay. All right, I would, I would go, yeah, right there. Right right up next to it. I run into the water a little bit of ways, and then we'll run up, and I have multi-attack, so I get to bite and claw at it all in one turn. Does D&D have a five-foot step <laughs> rule, Quinn? I have no idea. Uh, I was trying to look that up, but I, I couldn't see it. No. Okay, if it, if I don't know if we do have a five-foot step rule. I believe five feet does count as a movement in D&D. Let, let me double-check before you do anything else. Oh, I mean, I, I'd still get my attack action, and I barely do that. I mean, let's be honest. No, we don't really have t- that much time. There is the no five-foot step in D&D. Do I still get my multi-attack, then? Uh, you took a five-foot step. Um, I will choose to attack with my bear claws. Okay, so you are going to use your bear claws. That is a calculating, calculating. My first to hit was an 18 for my bite and my claw attack crit, natural 20, for a total of 26. So you confirm your critical. How do I do that? You roll again and you have to um, pass the creature's DC, I believe. Uh, It's a 25 to hit. Okay, yeah. Your crit is confirmed. So you are going. What about the first hit? Did that hit with a. The first hit does hit. 18 hits too? Yes. Oh, wait. How do crits work in this game? So you are going to roll the damage dice twice okay, cool. for the one attack that crit, not the other one. Yeah, 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 the claws. Okay. Okay, so... Why are you rolling, like, 6d6s? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm rolling 4d6s because a bear's claw attack is normally 2d6s, but it crit, so it's 4d6s of damage. Okay. And then my bite's another d8, and then I add 4 to each of those attacks. So the bite was 11 damage, and the claw attack was 17 damage. Claw, claw, bite, bite. Or, well, bite, claw, claw. Okay. Um. So you take your claws and you... Actually, I will do the bite first. You're, I know. You raise up out of the water, um, typing, taking basically a step forward almost, and you use your size somewhat to your advantage and you bite into the shoulder of the stone figure. And it's not more of an um yum. It's a... Hum. It's a big old bite into this thing. It does hurt your teeth a bit, but you can feel it sinking into the stone, which starts to crumble a little bit at the spot where you bite. And then feeling that, you back up a little, and then you swipe twice with your claws, which actually would be a singular swipe with your claws because you don't make two swipes. That'd be three attacks. You only get two. So, yeah, you make one attack with your claws, and you make a big gash in the front of it, making a little bit bigger of a crack. Big damage. Big numbers. Big beefy boys. Big beefy boy bears. All right, Spark, it is your turn. Um, I don't have a lot of special moves, so I'm just gonna, since I already have my 
bow out, I will attack with my bow. Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, Snow, what would, we, what would we need to do to be considered flanking so that he could get a sneak attack bonus? So, to be flanking? I have to be behind it, and that's in the water, yeah. and I don't want to do water because my athletics suck. Uh, what if, what if we could swim. draw it up on land, and then you could shoot it because copper would be behind it? Would that still give him a flanking bonus? Spark has to be behind it to get the flanking bonus, I believe, and somebody else has to be um, also on the other side. But that's what I'm saying. Well, wouldn't he be on the other side of it? If you draw it up on the land, he would be able to do that easily, yes. Okay, cool. But if you don't draw it up on the land, you all are just kind of buying I roll a 17 to hit. Okay. Uh, You roll and... Please tell me that hits. Please tell you it hits? Yeah. Okay. It hits. It does. It's great. So your arrow uh, does fly and it knocks into the new crack that was formed, or the larger crack that was formed by... Copper's claws. Yeah, take that. As a bear. Yeah, that's right. You, you get us, Mark. What is your damage? Uh, eight. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it does take eight damage from your arrow. <laughs> How much damage have we done so far? An amount. <laughs> You've done a decent amount of damage. Yeah. Whatever decent means. Snass is going to knock another arrow and aim it once again at the golem or whatever we want to call this guy. Stone Guardian. Go ahead and let fly that arrow. 19? Okay. Uh, it does hit. Roll your damage. I wish my damage was on a d20. Oh my gosh. Four. Oh wait, plus one, so five. You also let your arrow fly, and you guys just keep hitting this thing in this crack that is formed on its chest. This big old gaping crack. Not like a butt crack, though. Hmm. Yep. I'm a mature adult. I make <laughs> jokes. It's fine. Shmalahan, you're in the way. Yeah, I know. That's why I put myself there. (laughs) Golem, get wrecked. Oh, are you saying that because Luther's trying to do something? Oh, well, maybe he could just step a little to the left. Okay, this is how he's going to do it. For a moment, you guys are focused on the battle, and you hear a almost clap of thunder behind you, and all of a sudden... Uther is on top of one of the rocks over to the side. Oh, well, that is certainly interesting. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that would be his turn. Shmalahan, it's your turn. Okay, quick question. If I move one to tile to the left, would that obstruct Spark's ability to shoot the golem? Yes. Would you, that would put be directly, in... you would be directly... Uh, so what exactly would that do to him? He has to roll a disadvantage. Oh, that's really... That's actually the exact opposite of what I'm attempting to do here. So we're not going to do that then. You can always step back, I'm away, go- and withdraw. I'm going to move up one and to the left one, so I'm directly beside him. So let me just get this correct. Up and over. Yeah, right there. Up and over. Yeah, up and over. Okay, so you are stepping back. So yeah, I, I, I withdraw a little bit from where the golem is, stepping back to my compatriot Spark, and I am going to use the help action to give him words when of When you an- step back. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I guess it would get to punch me in the face, wouldn't it? It's going to make an attack of opportunity okay, so against you. It's going to swing, and actually, um... Come on, you can't hit me, nerd. Come at me. What is your AC? 22. You take 13 damage. Oh, it As it swings, oh, and... No. You actually feel it almost oh. slam down into your body as it feels like an overarching swing with its okay, arm. Okay, so I that hurt. Um, yeah, we're we're here now. You keep calling, talking smack. I will. I'll smack back. I'll talk all the smack. Uh huh. And now that I've moved somewhat successfully from where I was, you are limping a little bit. It did hurt a it's bit. It's fine. I will use the help action 
on Spark, which will give him advantage on his next roll, which not only means he rolls twice to take the higher result on the to hit portion of it, but it also means he will get to roll sneak attack damage on his next attack. All right. So that is your turn. It's the stone guardian's turn now. This, this fine. Everything's good. I need to roll on a d6. It's not going to hit me. Everything's fine. The stone guardian's eyes flash an even deeper and brighter red, and you hear an almost ethereal scream, like a roar emanate from its body, almost like a ringing that just is very difficult to describe. Oh, I feel like it's angry about the bell thing. I think it's angry in general. (laughs) Copper? Yeah? It turns to you, the eyes flashing red, and it swings at you cool. to slam you. Right. What is your AC? Uh, it's it's bear AC. What is your bear's AC? Oh, uh, well, it's bear AC plus all of my barbarian buffs, which add my constitution, which means my bear's AC is an 18 to hit. How much health do you have? Uh, well, a brown bear has 34 HP. Sounds good. Okay. You managed to dodge the first swing of the arm. That's the good. second one comes crashing down oh, on your head and that, you take 18 that, damage. That's bad. Yes, you take 18 damage. Also, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Please don't say those words. Those words make me feel not good, Snow. Um, yeah, I feel like that's not just that's just not going to happen. So that is a 11. Okay. I your, feel like that's not good. Your head rings a bit. Well, that's fine. Unfortunately, you did fail the constitution saving I, throw. I your hit point maximum is reduced by an amount equal to the damage taken. Uh, what's that mean? Your hit point maximum, so the bear's maximum HP, is reduced from 34... Subtract 18, it is now whatever is left over. Well, and if you well, are that, at zero that, that, there, you transform back into your okay. form. Well, I'm a dog again, guys. But I have 65 HP in dog form. Hi, Daniel. How's it going, bud? The target dies if this attack reduces its hit point maximum to zero. Well, the bear's dead, but the beagle still lives. The reduction lasts until removed by the greater restoration spell or other magic. Uh, well, the bear died, so I how know. does that work? Well, you're still, that's still you as a bear, but don't worry. I mean, it's basically your, you can't transform again today anyway. Yeah. It's well, fine. It, I, if it, I take a short rest, I can. It, you, it's a, basically every time you transform into a bear, it's a new bear. It doesn't affect yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. So it just doesn't Gosh, affect you're just you. killing bears left and right over here. No, the poor bears. Dead, 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 dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I said 18. Yeah, you did. I miscalculated. It was 16. Oh. I added two extra. Wait. No, I think that matters. No, I'm, I'm still in bear. Okay. I'm, I'm still in bear by two HP. By two HP. By two I'm, HP. I'm so sorry. You keep making fun of my creatures. You need to be punished. <laughs> Wah. Copper, it's your turn. Oh, hey, I'm a bear. Uh, um, nom, 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 nom. I'm, I'm going to do a full round attaction. Attack. Uh, <laughs> get it. Attaction. Um, to multi attack it with bite claw claw or bite claw. Technically. Yeah. Okay. You do a similar pattern this time doing claw first and bite next. What do you, uh, what are your hits? 25 to hit. And my second one is a 21 to hit. Okay, both hit. Okay, cool. So I do an unbearable amount of damage. You can beat him. So are they both two, are they both 2d6s of damage? And that's the bites a d8 and the claws 2d6s. Oh, you want the total? Yes, please. Oh, the, 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 the bite was uh, 12 and the claw was 8. Okay, so. Could I make a nature check to determine if golems normally have damage reduction you can make a knowledge nature check sure so it's a 21 total uh typically golems do not have at least from your knowledge which you barely have any of because you've never really encountered a golem before you know that they do not have damage reduction in that sense they do have immunities however all right 
But it seems like we're putting a hurting on this thing, right? Yes, it seems like it. You say that really ominously, Snow, and I don't like how you worded that one. What's wrong with the way I worded well, it? The, I word, just... the wording's fine. It's more like the intonation oh. that has me concerned. Oh, I'm sorry. Do, how, how would you like me to say it? You're like, yes. yes. It seems like it. And it's like, uh, oh, that's not ominous in any way. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me try that again. Yes, of course you're doing damage. <laughs> it does it, it does look weird, right? Like, like, we're not all going to die, right, Snow? I would never do that. No. Uh, it does have a large gash. The gash just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Like, you're just making larger marks into it as you claw at it. And the bite on its shoulder is even making a new crack down that one arm. All right. Yeah. Spark, it is your turn. I eat another arrow with sneak attack ability. An advantage. You roll it advantage. Ooh. That that is a that is Ooh, a crit. Wait, what is I, a crit? Okay, so you uh, have to confirm the critical. Which is a twenty-eight. <laughs> so you are going to confirm the critical by rolling your attack once again. That's a twenty-four. Okay, the critical is confirmed. You will now roll twice your damage die. You do not double your sneak attack. That is uh, 28. 28 uh, quick math. And don't forget to add the plus one from your weapon. So, oh, so it's 32. That's my biggest damage yet. Yeah. Woo! See, this is why I helped you. I knew the rogue just needed a little bit of <laughs> encouragement. Yeah. Good, good, good boy. And I, I would pet him in dog form? <laughs> uh... Yeah, I don't know how that works. Dog. You lick him. Dogs lick each other. That's true. I, I give you an encouraging lick. Yeah. On All the right. face. I think that's a that's fair. You guys, I want you to understand something. As the GM, I'm proud of you. But also as the GM, why the heck do you never use the maps? You have a full-on map in the future. Ah! Yeah, but we kind of just like cornered it and have kind of been like pumbling it the entire yeah, time. Yeah, you guys bludgeon things. I need to really just... Apparently, a, an encounter that's air quote marked as hard is not hard enough for you. Next time, I'm going to put like 30. It's because we're big brain strategists, no? 30 dream eaters in here. Please don't. I lost like half my HP in one hit almost. It's okay. It's fine. I'll summon the moon and it'll blow them up. Okay. So, Spark, that is your turn. The arrow lands once again in the crack and you just see the crack starting to spread. And you actually notice the red glow inside of it starting to spew out to the cracks that you're making in its body. Oh, that looks painful. Great. I wonder if it's going to explode. I hope not. Uther, you sound weird. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm like Wilson or something. Okay, so Stas. So is that your Wilson impression? My Wilson impressions were like, this. my name is Wilson. <laughs> That's a little insulting. And no, Wilson. I am Wilson. I am oh. emotionally incompetent, and that's coming from the least emotionally competent character in the party. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I just... Gosh darn it, Daniel, you're too nice of a guy to insult. <laughs> no, I like this. Let's keep going. Hi. <laughs> we're in the middle of combat. <laughs> All right, Stas, let's go. Okay, so I guess I'm going to be super original and knock yet another arrow and lob it towards the stone guardian yet again, hopefully yes. breaking him in uh, half. That oh, would Daniel, be cool. Just, just out of interest, uh, what ranger archetype did you choose? Hunter. Okay, I'm just going to look up a and see what that does. See if I can help you out in any way, too. Wait, you can cast spells? Yes. <laughs> Daniel, I don't think I've ever seen you cast a magic spell. It's a secret. Didn't you know? I actually completely forgot to equip any spell Wait, for this character. Uh, so real quick question, what did you choose as your hunter's prey type? 
I did take Colossus Slayer. Oh, so um, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, uh, it takes an extra 1d8 if it's below its mm. maximum HP. So you should be rolling. Is there a size category for that? No. That just rant just for a creature? It just says your tenacity can wear down the most potent foes. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an extra 1d8 damage if it's below its maximum HP. Also, Daniel, because you're a sixth level, uh, beginning at fifth level, you get to attack twice around. So you could have been firing two arrows the entire time and rolling 4d8 damage potentially if you hit both of them. I feel I, like Selena's really getting into this right now. I'm I really happy. I did not realize any of that. <laughs> yeah, so you should try and do that. That sounds awesome. Snow, I feel like this is what they mean when they uh, talk about uh, power gamers. And I feel like Selena is dangerous. Like, I thought I was going a little wild with my Druid Barbarian combo, but, like, she dealt, like, 18 damage with a cantrip and just made Spark do 30 damage and now told Daniel he gets to roll 4d8s. I should not have modified this at all. I should have just left it as it was Rip. and killed you all. Wait, wait, you made this easier, not harder? Yeah. Oh. I'm nice. Oh, thanks, no. So do I add anything to my nine to hit? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your 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 dax mod. Uh, thank and you. Wait, doesn't he have if proficiency? Have a... Yes, so plus two bonus. So do you really only get a plus two bonus, right? I think he should have a plus three. I think you all should have plus three. Okay, then I have a Daniel. Plus... You know you're level six, right? I was told I was level five. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, you're level six. Daniel, you're level six. Gosh, Daniel. Daniel, no. Yeah, you. Well, even if it it's wasn't, okay. level five gets proficiency bonus level three, anyways. So. Yes, you. Yeah. Okay, apparently I just looked at the wrong thing and thought it was only a plus two bonus, not a plus three. Yeah. It, Oops. It's, it's plus three, plus whatever your dexterity is, plus that nine. Okay, so that is a 15 total for that one roll. Snow, please tell me that's good enough to hit. It hits. <gasps> yes. Okay, so now I get to roll two d8s. Let's go, Daniel. I am sorry, but not. Uh, second roll was 18 total. It also hits. Damage, damage. What was your damage in the first one? Nine. Nine. Thank you. Nine again. Daniel. Yes. With a flurry of arrows that you lose, they fly straight into the reddest crack that there is in this creature's chest. One after another, they land. You actually split one of your arrows doing this. And in the process, what? (laughs) You really like penetrating that crack, Daniel. (laughs) Quinn. I'm I'm still hung up on the reddest crack. I'm like <laughs> reddest. You like penetrating the reddest crack possible. I'm there never so... doing for you again. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, you're doing a great job, Stan. Please don't stop. The characters appreciate you. Yes, Daniel. Your arrows fly one after another. They <laughs> I can't say crack anymore. <laughs> Schism split. The... They strike the core of the golem. No, you don't strike any core. Give me a second. Stop making fun of my crack jokes. (laughs) Okay. Yes, Daniel. Your arrows fly straight into the chest of the golem one after another. They actually... I hate you. I can't say the word penetrate either. (laughs) (laughs) You can say cavity, by the way. I said chest. But one after another, they penetrate into the chest. And actually, you split one of your arrows right down the center. And as it lands there, you hear a cracking sound. And, well, the ancient golem falls to its knees. The last blow from your mighty bow, from your arrows, penetrates... God dang it! (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Snow. 
The last blow from your mighty bow and its arrows penetrates the weakened physique of this stone golem. The scent of magic begins to fade as the old stone crumbles away. All of you make a perception check. Advantage for magic casters only. So everyone except Spark? I guess that would be everyone but Spark. <laughs> everyone but me. I'm not magic. That, that sounds that sounds classist, I Snow. didn't. Okay, listen. Yo, it's okay. It's okay. I, got, I crit anyway. I got 24. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You get him, Spark. Trying this classist GM. <laughs> uh, I got a 25. Oh. Uh, I also got a 25 on a natural crit. 16. Okay. So, with the outer shell of the stone golem falling away, this guardian, you notice a faint blue glow start to emanate from inside. It's the figure of a man. His transparent form looks at you. Is that the mountain king, the king of the mountain? And he smiles. He opens his mouth as if to speak, but... No words come out, and after a moment, he gestures towards the arch in the rock as he begins to fade away from your view. Well, for a really powerful mountain king, king of the mountain, he was really easy to beat. Only took like four dogs and some half-orc. Suddenly, oh, the I... earth begins to rumble. You just had to open your mouth, didn't you, Wilson? <laughs> Look at what you've done! Now you've angered Snow and incurred her wrath! The water, disturbed, crashes in on itself. Oh, it's gonna be a kraken! As some ancient mechanism activates, and the strange rocks, the worn remains of a castle, raise themselves from within the water. I knew it! The Mountain King does live in a lake! (laughs) And that is where we're going to end off this week's episode of the Odd Doggy Adventures. Wow! We beat a monster! Oh, wait, real quick. Don't forget to check out our website. I guess it's missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing R-O-L-L playerfound.com. Links in the description below. And you can also find our social media through there. But if you don't like websites, I guess you could just go to our Twitter or Instagram at rollfound and find us and follow us there if you enjoyed this and want to hear me take not any damage, really, because I'm just going to heal it all off because I'm a cleric. And then Snow's probably going to complain about how D&D clerics are really busted. I am going to complain about that. Just you wait. But if you want to see more content like this and you're really enjoying and you'd want to support us, please leave a review for us on like Apple Podcast or something because that really helps us out. Or go to our Patreon and support us monetarily because that's where we give out like a bunch of really cool goodies and we can do giveaways. Speaking of which, if this episode's out in time, I think we're still doing one. But if not, then hey, someone won already and we'll just insert your name here. All right, now that we're done inserting that, uh, you should also check out our website anyways, because Snow uh, kind of updated it recently from what I hear, and it looks pretty pretty. And uh, there's a merch store, and you can buy goodies with people like some guy named Finnevere who can't be held responsible when he's sleeping, and there, there's a shirt for that. Oh yeah, hey Justin! I mean, oh, hey Clark Kent, um, you're, you're a person in real life too, and I, I hear you have your own show that's pretty great. You should plug that now. Um, I'm Justin. I host the Lake Gaming Arena podcast, and I produce it as well. I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I am not the talent. That is my co-host Marcus. He's the talent. He plays all the games. I, I'm just there to facilitate the show. But uh, if you like anything gaming, just check us out. Just uh, LGA.GG or search for Lit Gaming Arena and you can find us. We're on all the platforms and I don't know for sure when this is going up, but our, I'm fairly certain that our Game of the Year or as we're calling it, the Liddies or the Lit Gaming Awards will have already happened. So you should totally check that out. 
All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And I guess we'll see you soon, foundlings, in the next episode of Odd Doggies, whenever the heck that's releasing, because I have no idea what our schedule is right now. Uh, Yeah, but don't forget, the regular Odd campaign and the Gate Chronicles will be back in February, so we hope this tides you over until then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.